Are you a footballer who wants to maximize your performance to succeed at the top level? My new ebook, Strength and Conditioning 101 for Female Footballers, is now available. For free and instant access, simply head on over to jacobandre.com. Link is in the show notes. G'day and welcome to this week's episode of the Women's Footy Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Andre, and today I'm talking about hydration for game day. Now, the first thing that I want to say about hydration is that I am not a qualified dietitian or nutritionist. So if you want expert and personalized advice, please go and seek out a qualified dietitian or nutritionist. Okay, where I want to start with this is to make a point that one liter of water is approximately equivalent to one kilogram and that we can only absorb approximately one litre of water per hour. So I say that because to start out, when you are drinking water, you actually hydrate your cells. Our body is primarily made up of water, so and our cells are also primarily made up of water. But in our cells, we have what's called a mitochondria. And this mitochondria, which is a component of the cell, is where ATP is produced. And ATP stands for adenosine triphosphate. Now, that is a short burst chemical for energy. So if we're sprinting 100 meters or we're doing um, a set of bench press, that's primarily the energy system that we're using and we're using up ATP. So when we are dehydrated, our cells shrink and shrivel up. When we're hydrated, they become big and plump. And when we're hydrated, because they're big and plump, our cells function more optimally. So too does the mitochondria, which means that it can more effectively create ATP. So by extension, we could argue that water actually gives us energy. Now, where I want to go to next with this, having stated that, is that when I have worked with footballers, typically in the NTFL where the conditions are hot and humid, what I noticed were was that a lot of footballers were actually dehydrated after games and not sufficiently hydrating themselves post-game. So with the fact that I've already pointed out that water is approximately equivalent, one litre of water is approximately equivalent to one kilogram, what I started to do was that we were weighing players in and out. So they would come in and it was part of their routine. They'll take their shoes off. They could leave socks on if they were dry and they'll just have shirt shirt and shorts or just shorts if they wanted it, um, if the males and uh, which is primarily males. And we would then do that at the beginning of a game and we then do it at the end of the game where if we would take socks off because often they were like soggy with sweat or rain in some cases and we'll take Guernseys off because they could also be full of sweat or rain. Um, and so they would just be in um, shorts and crop top if they were female. So what I noticed was that typically players were losing around three kilos in a game. So with one kilo of water being about one, with one liter of water being about one kilogram, it's you're not going to lose fat or muscle in a two-hour game of football. So what they're primarily losing is water weight. So what we could assume from that is that they are losing approximately three liters of water. Now, also with the fact in mind that we can only absorb approximately one litre of water, it would be no good to go and ask an athlete to go and drink three litres of water immediately because the majority of that would be urinated out. It wouldn't be absorbed. So what we would do is we would say to the players, okay, you've lost three kilos, so you've essentially lost three litres of water. What I need you to do is to drink one litre of water every hour for three hours. And so they would drink one litre of water for the number of hours as per the amount of kilograms they'd lost. If they'd lost five kilos, they would drink one litre of water per hour for five hours. 
Typically, I would try to get to them to drink 1.2, but I didn't want to get too technical. So for the majority of them, if they just were focusing on one litre, then that's great. But by going over by that 1.25, it was good because if we urinated out a little bit extra from that, then that was not too bad. But it was no point going and drinking three litres in one go because the majority of that would be urinated out. So I encourage you to start with that, with your pre and post game routine, way in, way out. And then whatever number of kilograms of that you've lost is to consume that amount of liters per water for the number of hours as per kilograms you've lost. And to give you that example again, if you've lost three kilograms, I encourage you to drink one liter of water every hour for three hours. The most, by the way, side note, that I've ever seen a player lose was eight kilos. Um, there were some factors in behind that, uh, mainly being the fact that we completely lost the bench halfway through the second quarter. And so this player didn't rotate on and off. He was an absolute workhorse, this guy. Um, Ex-AFL player and very fit at the time and just worked very, very hard and uh, and continued to play in the midfield in um, build-up conditions, which were very hot and humid. Um, but I've never seen anything more than eight kilos. Typically, three was the average. And in some cases, actually, um, players did put on weight. Usually, that would be like a full forward that wasn't running too much. It might be nighttime. The conditions weren't as hot and humid. They were drinking water throughout the game. And they actually ended up putting on a kilo or two. Uh, but typically, players would lose weight. And it was about two to three kilos was the most common that you would see. Hey, Jacob here with a quick message. If you're enjoying this episode of the Women's Footy Podcast and you want more fitness tips for the female footballer, I encourage you to join our Instagram channel, Footy Fit Fam. Link is in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Okay, going back to how to hydrate for a game. Now, hydration is not something that you can just do on game day, and it's not even something that you can do the day before. It's something that you should be doing every single day. Now, if you think about it, when you wake up, if you've been sleeping for eight hours, you're essentially waking up dehydrated. So you need to start your day with water. So in order to do that, what I encourage you to do is the first thing that you do, the absolute first thing before you do anything else is to go and have a glass of water. Now, if you can only absorb one litre of water per hour, there's not really any point drinking more than a litre that's straight up. But if you do that, and I can tell you this from experience, you will be on the toilet urinating for the next several hours. So what I suggest is you condition your body for getting used to water, entering it and absorbing it, making use of it. So start with one cup of water, which is about 250 milliliters. So every morning for a week, drink one cup of water, 250 mil. Then for the next week, you go up to 500 mil, two cups of water. I stop at that point. If you want to continue on, you can, but I would prefer to then continue to have a little bit of water like later in the hour. Um, So when I'm getting ready in the morning, the first thing I do when I wake up, I would have 500 mils of water. Then probably half an hour later, I would then have another 500 mils of water. But if you want to continue straight up, then you can. If you were going to do that, I encourage you to go up to then from two cups to three cups for a week and then four cups for a week. But there's no real point doing more than four cups. So starting your day with water, then continuing to drink throughout the day using your the color of your urine as a guide. So pay attention to your urine. If it's clear, use that as a guide that you are hydrated and then that's great. And this is how you need to be every single day before game day, not just on game day. So continuing to make sure that you are starting every day with water, continuing to drink so your urine is hydrated all day long. There are times when it's not going to be, but for the most part that you are, that your urine is clear and that you're able to um, stay, which means that you're going to be hydrated 
day in, day out. Going across to some of the different uh, drinks that you can consume. So I'm going to talk about electrolyte drinks. I'm going to talk about sports drinks, and I'm going to talk about energy drinks. Now, the first thing that I'm going to say is the electrolyte drinks, because often, particularly when conditions are hot and humid, you are not just sweating out water, you're also sweating out electrolytes. So electrolytes are minerals. You've got vitamins and minerals in your body that you're, which are nutrients, and your body uses these to function. So when you are sweating out electrolytes, your body is not going to function optimally. Electrolytes are um, and, other, and minerals that you're going to be sweating out could be magnesium, sodium, um, potassium, things like this. I don't want to go into too much detail because I'll trip myself up because I'm not fully qualified in this area to talk about it. Uh, but what is important is that when it is hot and humid and you are sweating a lot, it's important to have electrolyte drinks. And my favorite is coconut water. It is full of electrolytes and it's really, really healthy. Now, if you don't like coconut water because of the taste or you've been having coconut water and you want something different, what my recommendation is, is hydrolyte. I think hydrolyte is great. If it's really hot and humid and I'm training in the afternoon, I might have some coconut water before and during training or hydrolyte before and during training, one or the other. I really like the hydrolyte, but coconut water is my preference because I just think there's it's more natural. It's not obviously not going to be completely natural because you're not getting it straight out of the coconut. Uh, you're probably drinking it out of a carton, but it's better than um, than nothing. Sports drinks are okay if you want to drink sports drinks. That is fine. That's going to put in electrolytes into your body. But the thing with sports drinks is they are often quite acidic. And as my dentist told me, it is going to burn away on the uh, enamel on the front of your teeth. Now, I had a lot of sports drinks as a teenager, and I have worn away a lot of the enamel on the front of my teeth. And my dentist said to me, stop drinking those sports drinks. And if you absolutely can't stop drinking the sports drinks, at least drink it through a straw. So I'm going to say the same thing to you. If you can't stop drinking sports drinks because you absolutely love them and you want them, then that is fine. But try to drink them through a straw so that the liquid's going more towards the back of your mouth and not hitting the teeth. But I honestly don't think, in my opinion, that you need sports drinks. I think coconut water is sufficient. I do think in many cases you do need more than just water. And in that case, that's when I would suggest having coconut water. Or if you want something different, coconut water, hydrolyte. But sports drinks, I don't think that you really need it. The last one I'm going to touch on is energy drinks. And that is just a complete no. I don't think that you really need energy drinks. If you absolutely want to drink them and you think that it works for you, it gives you that boost of energy, then go for it. But what I would argue is to try working on your diet first. So get your nutrition in through lots of healthy fats, lots of real good quality protein, and then your vegetables for your carbohydrate and all of your vitamins and minerals. So if you are consuming a diet full of healthy fats like avocado, coconut oil, coconut cream, coconut milk, um, olive oil, avocado oil. Uh, you've got your high-quality protein, ideally grass-fed beef, but if you can't, then beef is fine if it's not organic and grass-fed and growing in some mountain on some exotic landscape. High, but high-quality protein as much as possible or where possible, but consuming protein and then getting your vegetables for your carbohydrate and yes they do have carbohydrate in them and your vitamins and minerals 
then if you still feel like you need something, then I would definitely be speaking to an expert, being a qualified dietitian or nutritionist about why you need that. I don't think that you need or should be consuming energy drinks before a game or at any time for that matter, but particularly in order to get yourself up for a game and maximize your performance. You can do that by maximizing your nutrition and maximizing your hydration as well as maximizing your training to be able to get the most out of your body. So to summarize, water, one liter is equivalent to about one kilo. You can absorb approximately one liter of water per hour. So after, so on game day, weigh in, weigh out, and drink as many as many liters of water per hour as the number of kilos you've lost. For example, if you've lost three kilos, consume one liter of water every hour for three hours. You can drink coconut water as an electrolyte drink to put the electrolytes back in. And if you want something different, then hydrolyte can be effective. I personally would steer away from sports and energy drinks, but that is up to you and make sure that you are maximizing your diet through the nutrition that you're eating. Start your day with water and continue to drink throughout the day because being hydrated for game day is all about what you do day in, day out, not just on game day. I hope you've enjoyed this topic. If you've got a question for me or a topic you'd like me to cover, please head on over to my Instagram channel, Jacob underscore Andre, and send me a DM with your questions or topics that you would like me to talk about. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, and I'll see you soon. Are you a footballer who wants to maximize your performance to succeed at the top level? My new ebook, Strength and Conditioning 101 for Female Footballers, is now available. For free and instant access, simply head on over to jacobandre.com. Link is in the show notes.